0: where you come to hear tales of loss, redemption, salvation, perspectives, epiphanies, and self-evolution. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the glory in our stories. t guys listeners welcome to the glory in our stories freshman edition on this episode we'll be speaking with deja ariana check it out good morning good afternoon and good evening welcome to another episode of the glory in our stories um i title this the freshman edition uh, for the next five episodes episodes 56 through 61 Uh, We're going to take the time to interview a couple of freshmen slash sophomores who are leaving, exiting their first uh, year of college. Uh, For those of you who are listening, who are well-seasoned, won't say how old you are or how young you are, um, but we can all recall, you know, that that first taste of freedom. And um, but I wanted to sit down and talk to a couple of students and pending students. Um, who didn't mind sharing their experience. Um, but for this episode, episode 56, I had the honor and pleasure of speaking to uh, Miss Deja Ariana, is that correct? Yes. Um, a little bit about Deja. She actually is a vlogger, um, a vlogger. Yeah, I always have trouble saying that word. Um, but she, <laughs> <laughs> I think you. you started at the beginning of your Um, Freshman year, is that right? Or have you been at it longer? Oh, no. I
1: started uh, at the beginning of my uh, college experiences. So, yeah, my freshman year is when I
0: started vlogging. And I remember because I'm also a part of the, for those of you who are new to this, I'm a part of the uh, Create Augusta staff. I'm the director of public relations. And um, she actually came to one of our Create events, Create conferences last year. Um, and I know she was very inquisitive about, um, taking those steps towards, um, starting her own vlog, Um, which she, I'm certain she would give details with at the end of the podcast, as far as where you can find it. And, um, and it's been very entertaining. I've actually enjoyed following it because I feel like I'm being schooled on, you know, new (laughs) lingo, uh, new ideas (laughs) from the younger generation. And, um, it just it's just nice to see and witness this aspect from the outside. So I personally am a fan of your vlogs. It's very entertaining, um, and I I really really enjoy it. So uh, just just from me, please just keep doing what you're doing because you're you're informing not just your peers but us as well, us older people, so to speak. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that and the encouragement. No, oh, no problem. And your your uncle, uh, Chris, uh he's <laughs> you got you got some strong people in your corner. So, uh that's that's what's up. That's what's up. For those of you who don't know Chris, that's AKA Topher, uh one of the dopest uh, hip hop artists I've had the pleasure of meeting. I actually met your uncle for the first time in two thousand seventeen at his performance with major sound and i took a photo with him and i'm like yo this cat is dope and I had no idea i was going to end up work end up working with him like a year later so that was pretty cool um but enough about him this is about you and um i guess i'll um, go ahead and ask where where did you grow up like where were you where are you from originally
1: um, originally I'm from Kilmichael, Mississippi. A lot of people depend not to know like where that is. But that's where I spent like the first I say like nine years of my life. Pretty much in the country. And then, um, like fifth grade, fourth grade, fifth grade is when I moved to Grenada, Mississippi where I'm currently staying now. And so this thing was where I grew up from Michael in Grenada, and I graduated from Grenada High School.
0: How do you spell that? Because my mind wants to say Grenade. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: said it, um, V R E N So it was like the um the country Grenada, but it's pronounced. well, the country Grenada was pronounced Grenada. Oh. Like a lot of people think it's pronounced Grenada.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you um did you enjoy like your high school experience what was that like for you because i know for me i tell people I, I don't remember most of it i was um i excluded myself from a lot of things I, and if somebody asked me if you were able to go back and change something it would definitely be uh, my high school experience so what was yours like
1: um, I really enjoyed my high school experience uh, from 9th to 12th grade. I tried to get involved in things like cheering. I danced all four years in high school, and I also was in band. Like, I played clarinet and was in color guard. So, I couldn't doing things that kept myself busy or just helped me socially and just to have fun throughout my high school. So I say I just really enjoyed it. If I could go back, I don't think I would change anything except for probably like doing out more scholarships stuff to college because, you know, it doesn't need their money. But Yeah. Other than that, I really enjoyed my high school uh, experience.
0: Um, and uh which what's the university that you attend again?
1: Um, I attend Mississippi State University. Hale State. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And was that your initial choice, or how did that um, decision come about?
1: Uh yes, I knew from the start that I wanted to go to Mississippi State University because um, my uncle Chris that you met he went there, and I thought I had other family members that attended Mississippi State. So growing up, seeing them go there and seeing like their love for the school and stuff like that, I automatically just became a fan. And so when I got to high school, it was, it was like my number one college I wanted to go to. Like I, it was just fitting. So, so um, pretty much, other that was like one of the top universities that I applied to mm-hmm. because I really wanted to go there. And that's pretty much what made my decision.
0: And what's your uh, major?
1: My major is broadcasting and communications. So I'm a communications major, but I'm concentrating in
0: broadcasting. Oh, nice. So what are you, what's your um, aspirations as far as like post-college? Are you going to keep going like to get your master's or anything, or are you going to branch out into your career field?
1: Um, Right now, my plan is to just um, immediately branch out into my career field. Um. Of grad school and stuff, that's not in the picture at the moment. Mm-hmm. But you know, my plan after graduation is to wherever I may be internship at or wherever you know, what jobs comes available, that's where I'm going to go. And I feel like right now I'll probably end up reporting or you know, doing something news wise and stuff like that. But I'm not 100% sure. So that's why I'm taking the time this summer and next summer to internship to see what I like, what I don't like, and just what things fit me in the career field.
0: Yeah. And it's, I commend you for being proactive because I was not. Speaking of which, let me ask you this. Where do you get your focus from? Because I know most students, it takes them a while. You know, to get used to uh, the the engine of of higher education, because at this point, you know, you're you're basically on your own, you're you're your own responsibility. Um, but you could have easily yeah. went left or right, but you are remaining consistent. Like, what what drives you, if I may ask? Um, I would definitely say
1: my family uh, drives me, because I have little cousins um, who look up to me, and there's other people from my hometown who I know look up to me, and I know that I can be an example and show them what they can do. And even though starting off my freshman year, it wasn't the best, but I also showed them that, hey, you know, every time you're not going to start off with a 4.0 or, you know, be on the games
0: of this but you can come up from
1: that and
0: just keep going. And God is another thing that he helped me too. Yeah. So Man. Yeah. I made a lot I was I was dropping like a lot of classes and which I thought that you know, I thought you can just drop as many classes as you wanted and there wasn't a <laughs> limit. <laughs> But, you know, like you were mentioning, that was that was killing my my GPA. That was killing uh, every other aspect of my life. And then, of course, the school had put a cap on it. Like, you can only drop five classes before they kick you out. And I didn't want that. So... Um, right. um But it's good that you have people you know, especially family uh, that support you as far as you doing what you need to do and what you want to do. And uh, being consciously aware of people that watch you I that's something that it took me a while to accept that you have people under you
1: yeah
0: and um that's that's pretty dope and it's funny because well do you have any other siblings well
1: actually I have an older brother um he's two years older than me and so he is attending uh college at than list hmm. um so yeah, and I found that had him watch him, you know, get his associate degree at home and then go further and go to something Miss and complete school and uh completing
0: school up there. So, you know, I'm just trying to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I I perfectly understand that's how I was with my older sisters. Um, but being do you do you feel that being the youngest um played a um, put you at a, at any point disadvantage or as far as expectations were concerned. Cause, um, I, I don't know. Like I tell people all the time, me being the youngest, I felt like, um, I had probably more flexibility than my older si- siblings. Um, but I don't know what was, what, what was your experience, uh, being the youngest or if, even if, if, even if it affected you at all.
1: Um, well, my experience being the youngest, I feel like, in a way, I did get more leeway with me being able to go straight to a university, mm-hmm. but then at the same time, it's different things that I could and couldn't do because, like, I, I'm the youngest, so I feel like they watched me more, I guess, and then I don't know if it, this may be subject, but if it's a difference between, like, him being a boy and I'm a girl, so he got to do more things that I didn't do um, but I was given the opportunity to be able to go straight to Mississippi State and whereas he started his first years at a community college so I don't know if he's a difference in that or not mm.
0: yeah that's when I was younger I used to get upset and thinking all my sisters can do anything they want but as, like you said, as far as hanging out, m- mom was had a lot more leeway with me, um, as a as a man, as a boy, uh, than my sisters did. And in hindsight, I you know I noticed uh, the differences. Um, but in relation to going back to like your college experience, if you could sum up uh, the pros and cons of your experience, what would those be?
1: Uh, some of the pros would definitely be me finding who I am as a person. Um, I definitely feel like I did that within my first year at being in Mississippi State. Um, I got the chance to find real friends, like people who I feel is going to be there, you know, for years and years to come, probably my wedding and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just a chance to like, get involved and be a part of different organizations like uh, Black Student Association and I'd IDEA Women. Um, and some of the cons would definitely be, I guess, uh, the start to my college experience with, you know, starting off and like on academic probation and things like that, but because it's like when you come from high school when you're not used to making grades like that or um, failing at anything, it can be kinda difficult to come up from that. Yeah. But as long as you uh, just keep keep a good circle around you, a good circle of people who are going to encourage you and instead of encouraging to go to parties and stuff like that, everything that they then they encourage you to, hey, let's study, let's get a study group and things like that. So I would definitely say this some of the pros and
0: cons of my freshman experience. Were there moments where you noticed people from the outside making certain decisions and you, did you ever attempt to like persuade them to make another decision or were they probably like, me at most points in my life was just being uh, rebellious to the idea of doing what's best for you.
1: Um, are you uh, asking? Did I uh, help persuade like other people around me to do like good or something?
0: Yeah, like because it's it's so easy. For us to uh, look at a situation objectively and say um, they need to do this or they need to do that. Um, do you did you find it? Were you ever placed in a in a situation where you had to do that? And if so, did the person listen? Because one thing I'm noticing from oh. yeah from your your vlogs, you give very good concrete advice um, to a lot of your 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 peers. And I'm, I'm wondering if, were you ever in a situation where you were able to give that advice face-to-face and if they took it or not, or if it was received well? Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. It's been a, a few times where um, I've been around, you know, my friends or just um, other people like my associates who were asking someone about to make, Decision or, like, for instance, if I know, like, if you're my friend and I know that you have a trip just coming up in the next couple of days, and the opportunity comes for us to be able to go out, or like, if there's a event going on that might be on running lake or something like that, I would much rather tell them, like, you know, we can hang out another time, we can do another time, you know, study or whatever. And majority of the time, they end up listening. And I guess I'm persuasive enough, or <laughs> you know. So they always tell me I'm the one that I always try to look on the brighter side or the positive side when it comes to just uh, situations and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we um us as college students, and I remember back then we we needed people like that. Um, I had a friend that um her name was Ariel. If she ever hears this uh, she knows what I'm talking about. I remember walking <laughs> <laughs> I remember walking up to her. She worked at the uh the media center on campus, and she was always smiling, always smiling and i was that was one of the darkest points of my life uh during that time period and I just walked up to her and I asked her I said, "Why are you always smiling?" and I didn't say it in a in a mean way, but I was just curious like why why are you so positive?" And she said, "Because of God," and I was like, "Well, dang!" And <laughs> because I've I've always had a relationship with them, but not the type that it was that it was completely intimate. You know, like just walking into a room and speaking to my mom. It wasn't it wasn't like that. It was on a need to know basis. You know, having him in in a convenient arms reach. Like far away for me to yeah. let me do what I want, but close enough just in case I slip and I can just grab onto you. Um, but that was that was her, and it and I'm glad that you were able to provide that for somebody because we needed that. We needed to see that light, um, especially during this time where all the decisions, most of the decisions that we're making, is totally up to us, especially as a student.
1: Yeah, I agree with it because a lot of people don't realize it. Um, within these few years of your life, because you pretty much, in a way, you only get one college experience, like one undergrad experience. Yeah. So, within these years, you're gonna learn a lot, like what to do, what not to do, and you can end up making a decision that could change your life, either for the good or for for bad. Yes. And if I can help people make good
0: decisions, that's what I want to do. You know, through my advice and stuff like that. And I I hope that um, people take your, take the initiative um, from what you're doing and the, um, the vibe, the vibe that you're able to offer um, because things are, nowadays seem to get worse and worse and people are having, yeah we're starting to have more, well, the inner conflicts that we have are starting to be broadcast and there are people a lot more aware of them. Um, cause I, I lost a friend in college, uh, to, to homicide. Well, not homicide, suicide. And you, you know, the signs were there, but I wasn't paying attention. And that just reminded me that we, we need to be more aware of those things. And, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, this true because I feel like a lot of people, um, a lot of people may sit back and not say anything because you don't want to either step on anybody's toes or you don't want them to, I guess, be mad at you. Yeah. Um, 'cause you know, it was a situation where my friend you know, we were me and other other another friend was like being completely honest with her and stuff like that. And I guess, you know, in certain times people can take stuff the wrong way or some people don't like you being truthful with them. It doesn't make sense. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So what got you into uh did this feed into your desire to to, to begin uh vlogging? Like, what inspired you to get into that?
1: Um, Honestly, I feel like I've been inspired all my life. It Mm. may sound weird, but (laughs) um, since about, like, elementary, middle school, my mom had, like, a camcorder. And so I would go around the house, and I literally had, like, a day-to-day, like, video of, like, me just talking about what I did that day and stuff. Or we had family events. I would go around like doing Thanksgiving, Christmas, and just, you know, interview family members like, oh, so what did you think before? Or Just different things like that. And so when I got to college um, before starting, I was thinking, you know, I thought to myself, like, why not start a YouTube channel? Because I think um, that it was something that people were doing. And I'm like, hey, I've already been doing this, so I might as well just, go ahead, start my YouTube channel, and whatever happens, happens.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Might as well, right?
1: Yeah. So it's something that I really enjoy doing, Um, just taking pictures or just recording different things. And so there's something that I plan on doing more of this upcoming year when I go back to school is – you know, record more of like the campus
0: life so people can see you, like what's going on. Yeah. In, in, in college. I um, I guess my window because I've been out of school for since 2014, so I don't. I've I guess gotten out of gotten out of the college loop. I don't know what's because a lots a lots changed even at Augusta University in the last five years. Even I mean, the name in itself changed, and <laughs> I mean. They've redone a lot of the um, the facility. Like it's like the top floor of the JSAC building, the student center is not a um, gym anymore. It's it's an activity room, and they have TVs and not down in the entertainment aspect of college. I'm glad they have it as an option, but it just I was just blown how quickly that evolved and it changed. And yeah. the last. Uh, Are you familiar with the show, um, Dear White People? That's probably an odd way to start (laughs) this break. Um, But I did want to uh, say that the college scene has really changed, uh, at least for me, in the last five years. Um, I just wanted to get an updated perspective on the university experience and what better, better way... To figure that out Then ask some college students Um, I just wanted to have An updated mindset Of you know What it's like to be A college student in 2019 I will be going back To school myself uh, But listening to uh, Deja's Perspective it was very refreshing So under the neck Continue to listen to The Glory in Our Stories Freshman edition with Deja Ariana. Was yes, not... I've
1: heard of I've been watching before, but I've heard of that show before.
0: Like watching that and I think the it's it's set. The setting is an HBCU college. I forgot what I don't think it's the specific one, I think it's a fictional one. But it was just the different dynamics that goes on and the advancement of technology, like being having access to social media, how much that changed everything, but I watched that show and I'm like, is this, is this what really goes on in college nowadays? Like I, I actually felt old and like, I can't believe this is happening. And, <laughs> but, you know, watching your vlog, I was, it was just nice to, 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 to see um, somebody's optimistic perspective on, you know, just entering college and being very uh, positive about advancing despite anything, you know, that came your way. But it was, that was, yeah. that was nice to see.
1: Yeah, I was, I'm glad I was able to um put it like the freshman cubes out there and stuff because I know just like me going into my freshman year, uh, you don't know what to expect. Like it's totally different from high school so mm-hmm. you have number one like more freedom and then number two depending on where you go to college you're in a different environment so you're away from like your parents you're away from the people that you've been seeing for like years of your life and you're yeah. on your own to make your own decisions and you know i thought to myself like well let me give some tips because i know if somebody's going to see this video who could take at least one tip
0: yeah.
1: and be
0: able to say that they knew that before going in school. Exactly. I was. Um. It's funny you said that. I was reading a devotional today, and it stated the importance. I'm reading a, a, a plan, a Bible plan on writers, and one thing that they stated in the devotional is never hesitate to record either, either via writing or any medium that you're using. Um. Don't hesitate to record that moment or whatever thought you have, because it may not seem much now. But for somebody who randomly comes across it at 2 a.m. in the morning, it becomes a lifeline. And you just you like you say, you never know. You never know how impactful your information is. And until you just let it you just until you just release it.
1: Yeah this definitely true. Um, I was talking recently with one of my friends um, telling them that because you know I look back on it and I can laugh about it now but when I was going through it you know it wasn't so funny but uh, going back to like ending my first semester um, I ended it with a 1.9 GPA which is you know really low but so I was talking and I felt like I couldn't tell anyone or that I shouldn't tell anyone because I feel like I was the only one, you know, that went through that or was going through that. No,
0: that's real. And then I
1: spoke to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know that now. Yeah. And so I spoke with, like, my uncle and other people and, um, you know, come to find out that they had been through the same thing when they were in college, you know, mm-hmm. they were on academic probation at one point and stuff. And, in a sense, it made me feel better to know that, you know, I wasn't alone and that looking at where they were in then right now, that you can come up from that, you know. So, that's why I was like, I don't hesitate to share with people that that happened to me, you know, instead of like being embarrassed by it and stuff, it's like, oh yes, that did happen, but look at me now and you can bring your you up, you can keep going and keep pushing. Yeah.
0: That was one of my scariest moments because I, too, was on academic probation. And, um, man, it was, I remember trying to go to the dean. No, I remember going to the dean and try to have her make a decision on my behalf. I was like, I'm at your mercy, but I did not look good on paper at that moment. And I, man, yeah. I never. She couldn't look me in the face, and I went in there. I shaved my face, had on a nice shirt, tie, and um, I still, <laughs> I still have the photo I took before I walked in there. And she could not look me in my eyes, and she was like, "I'm sorry. It's just, ugh, you." And she said it in the best way and the only way she could, which was, "You on your, I'm sorry, Calvin. You're on your own. You." sorry that's nothing that's not much i can do i understand if you you know had made better academic decisions but from what i understand from your transcript mm-mm. so when you said that that was i trust like you said we've we've all been down that, that path we've all been that low and to the point where we say um i'm not doing this again I'm not doing it and like you said it's is, It's is not It's not funny when you're in the thick of it that is the worst that is the worst you don't want to hear what well, for me you don't want to hear anybody's advice you don't want to hear nothing you just want to get out of the mess right just get out of that that hole Um. but I'm, I'm glad that you had like you like you know like we were saying before you have people in your corner that's willing to to help you so that's good So what will be? um, So so how? What is it that you learned from blogging? Like, are you are you familiar? Are you familiar? Because I'm I'm not. Are you familiar with like the algorithm? How everything works? Um, Your viewers, like, like how does how did you learn about that? Are you learning that? Did you learn it as you went along with it, or how did that come about? Um,
1: I'm learn. I'm learning as I'm going along. Says my very first video, I uh, recorded it right before. <laughs> and Tuesday, my uncle always talked about me, because he's like, everybody knows you're supposed to record horizontal, like, turn your camera to the side. And, <laughs> <says."> <laughs> and so it was funny. I'm like, I didn't know this. so it's definitely some things and some mistakes that I made along the way yeah. with, through, like... um. Editing, I've learned how to edit my own videos now and, you know, what time of day to record or what time light or what, um, what software to use and things like that. So it's definitely a learning process and, um... And also, like, getting your camera, and you learn this. It's a lot of stuff that goes into it that you don't even know, or that I didn't know then, like, the different cameras people use, the different um, editing software, um, even, like, you were talking about the different algorithms when it comes to, like, your viewers, like, um, watch time, how long are people watching your videos or um, things like that. So I've learned a lot, and you—you know—it's kind
0: of fun and learning all the different stuff that you didn't know before. <laughs> <laughs> I remember—I uh, forgot which one it was—but you had an outtake in your in the video, <laughs> and you just you just went with it, but you cut it, but you kept it in there, and that was <laughs> that was funny because it was so it was so um, human. I mean, it just it happens and it was funny but you you cut it in a way where it didn't linger long for people to say um did she mean to do that but it was it was funny (laughs) (laughs) it was entertaining Yeah, I've
1: had a lot of those moments like cause at first when I was recording at first you know I feel like I had to just do everything right like oh I have to fit the camera here do this you know record everything perfect but then as I went um to record more and more videos I'm like well Look, if I make a mistake or, you know, whatever happens, it's like, hey, like you said, I'm human and I I think people would much rather see that and, like, then me try to act as if everything is, you know, perfect 24 7 and stuff like that yeah. in my videos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's funny. Because I know when I watch other YouTubers or if I watch other people who are um, vlogging, like, there are moments where they might say something wrong or stumble across the word or just anything. It's funny because it's like it's them,
0: you know. Yeah. So what did you? Um, so how do you come up with your topics um, per episode?
1: Um. Sometimes I, uh, most of the time, I'll come up with, come up with them like on my own, and then when I'm like stuck. I'll talk to my friends and be like, there's something like I could go, like I could talk about or something like that. Um, That's how I end up doing the video where I went around campus asking the question of today. And you know, they helped me come up with it and it turns out to be really good and funny or whatever people watched it. So like most of the time, sometimes I'll come up with it on my own and then other times I'll talk with like my friends and they'll help me come up with stuff. Or just to get inspiration, I'll watch other people's videos um, yeah. on YouTube, like other vloggers that I've subscribed to, like other channels that i subscribe subscribed to. Like, I'll watch this and be like, okay, that's a good idea. And, you know, maybe do something from
0: that. It's funny you said that because I, when it comes to, like, I didn't know, like, the ins and outs of podcasting, and it took me. A while to pay attention to the shows that I do enjoy watching. Um, two of them, and I know a lot of people may be disappointed with me listening to these shows, but I I listen to them for technical details like how they do this and how they do that, and it's it's entertaining uh, primarily. But uh, it's like it's the Breakfast Club and Hollywood Unlocked, and both yeah. you know it's it's a lot of gossip. <laughs> going on is a lot of inappropriate nonsense but I I looked at it from the outside and I said you know what they have huge followings and and in order for them to be successful and remain successful they have to find a, a, a system that works and whatever they're doing it works and you have and one thing that helps it work is everybody's individuality and that's that, yeah. and that's another thing that I, I do appreciate you and other vloggers that do well is that you put you into what you do.
1: Yeah, this is definitely what I, um, what I try to do when I make my videos and stuff. I try to keep me. But I don't want to put on, like, the image that I'm something that I'm not. And you also have to, like, keep in mind, like, what's trending, like, what do people like watching uh, what's going to hold people's attention like what's going to entertain them you know these days of course a lot of people like to laugh but they like to watch things that's funny or something that's going to like grasp their attention within the first few seconds of the video because mm-hmm. you know if you're scrolling and you click on a video that's not interesting you're just going to keep scrolling you
0: know, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know
1: you're going to watch it so.
0: Hello, TGOS listeners. Quick question. Are you a local vendor or entrepreneur who would like to use some free ad space? Act now and you can be granted 30 to 60 seconds of advertisement on the next four episodes. That means you can have your services advertised on four separate occasions. If you are interested and require more details, contact me via email at mrpennywhale8 at gmail.com. That's the number 8 at gmail.com. Or find me on Facebook under Calvin Pennywell. Stay cool, stay calm, stay kind. Love each other, but most importantly, love yourself.
1: Yeah, this what hold people's attention. Like, you know, people being still, people being funny, or just entertaining in general.
0: One thing that I I really appreciate, and I can only say this. I guess from a male's perspective, but I do appreciate it is that with, if you go across some videos on YouTube, you know that some girls, um, some women, they, they may fit into that stereotypical genre, like makeup, um, gossip or anything else. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't have anything against that, but it's nice to be reminded that you all, have layers just like we do, as men. So for you to talk about topics um, that are pertaining to just surviving and living life, and mostly pertaining to your own experience, it's, it's very refreshing, very refreshing. And for some for somebody like me, that's what keeps me intrigued. It's like, what is it that you're saying that she's not saying? Or he's not saying. Or what right. Is, what is it you, that you're doing that sets you aside from everyone else? And you you do it without trying because this is a you know it's a part of you. And I uh, I personally appreciate that because there are a lot of times that you have you created a video because when you first started I was going through something uh, ins and out um, because I'm preparing for a transition in my life. But you always you usually said something that hit the nail right. Like, it hit it right there, and I needed that. And um, it was usually either after you had just posted or, you obviously when you post, and I get the notification, um, for those of you who are listening, because I've subscribed, and when I see it, and I was like, oh, I wonder what she has to say today. And you have said, there have been many days when you've said something that really helped me. And there's stuff like that that um, you make it uh, worth... Call people call it clickbait, I guess, um, but it 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 helped. It was it was influential. It was it was uh, a necessity, and um, I I really appreciate that.
1: Well, thank you. That makes me feel good to know that you know I said something that could help you. Cause at first, you know, that's what I was struggling with. I guess. Um, Cause of course, like you said, a lot of youtubers or female youtubers you know there's a lot of people who do the makeup or do hair natural hair or you know that's kind of like a common thing so I thought to myself like what could I do that could be different you know instead of just following what everyone else is doing like not saying there's nothing wrong with it because I watch those videos most definitely but I wanted to kind of be or at least try to be different in like my topics and stuff like that, because I know a lot of people may not try to be, you know, positive or just even religious with what they talk about, and I feel like this kind of what made my content different. Yeah. But I thank you though for um uh, you know for letting me know that you were encouraged or that you got something. Um, you
0: know some of my videos that I posted and um uh, like going back to what you just said, please, I, I thank you for uh, being true to your faith. um that's that's something that I had to be reminded of recently is being true to my faith and what I stand for and who I believe in. Um, not like you said, it's not to place us ourselves above anyone. But if you if this is what you stand for and you live it and you express it, then you're living in your truth, and I think that's that's very important, very important. And you you do that well, and to be young and to be aware of that that is that is a huge advantage, huge advantage. Um, but I, I'm gonna ask you two more questions since we unfortunately run out okay. of time. Okay. Uh, this one question out of the two, if you had any advice to give, uh, upcoming freshmen or even, uh, freshmen that probably think they didn't have a really good first year, uh, what would it be?
1: so uh, my advice would definitely be, uh, is to create a plan for yourself. Like whether you create like a list of goals, like me personally, I, got a poster and I listed everything that I wanted to accomplish or everything that I wanted to do, whether it be, um, maintain a good GPA or, um, study from this time to this time or, you know, join this organization. So I was a create a plan that really helps. And also I was I really, really want to encourage, um, incoming freshmen or just, uh people who didn't have a good freshman year or whatever to just get involved. That's one of the things I wish I was done my freshman year was get involved on campus and because they really helped me during my um, next year of college when I joined organizations on campus because I knew more people and I knew about more resources that could help me while I was in school so I would definitely tell them to get involved. Like, find whatever it is that you like to do or that you're passionate about and join that. Because not a lot of teams on campus, there there is some organization or a group of people that have the same interests that you have. And you can get with those people and they know something that you don't know and they can tell you the information that can help you. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's that is a really good point because I I didn't join any. Well, I joined the uh, literary magazine, but that was later on. But yeah, like you said, this you'd be amazed at how many people that you cross cross paths with that are able to offer you something and vice versa. Uh, But that's a that's a really good point. Um, But I guess my my last question would be and I always enjoy asking people this is um, what do you what is what would you say? is the glory in your story?
1: Um, I would definitely say the glory in my story is like the feeling I get of knowing that, you know, one day I'm going to be doing, you know, something that I love or just that I'm getting something out of life in general. Uh, the, like finding who I was, who I am and I'm still going as a person of course but I can truly say that I find glory in knowing that I found myself and I'm doing something that I love each and every day that I get up and go to school or if I'm not in school I'm still trying to find something that I love to do and do that so that I can help others
0: that's what's up <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Um, man, thank you, thank you for uh, sharing, and um, thank you for your time, and um, just please, please keep doing what you're doing because we need it.
1: Okay, and I definitely thank you for having me on this episode, and I just want to thank everybody. For just the encouragement and thank you for your encouragement. And I'll um, leave it up there five, like say my YouTube channel, just in case you want to check it out. Or please do, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Um, so my YouTube is Daisy Ariana, it's spelled so A R I Y A N N A H, and so you guys can just subscribe and my social media is pretty much the same thing so but i just want to say thank you so much for letting me share my story and share my experiences
0: with you oh no problem and thank you uh for those of you who are listening this is the glory in our stories with miss uh deja ariana